Hi friends, my name is Diana Paquet and I am the host of The Diana Show. I am an adoptive step biological and dog mom of five, six if you include the dog. I'm married to the love of my life, Thomas, and together we're shepherding a four-year-old girl, three teenage girls, and a 19-year-old boy. It is a wild ride. Lots of eye-rolling, door-slamming, long conversations late at night, but you know what? Also lots of laughter and tons of joy. I really reached this place where I just want to chase some fun and learn new things and explore. And I'm just so curious. I just started roller skating again. What's up with that? I'm surrounded by real friends and I'm just in this good place. But even so, I still struggle with insecurity, worthiness, imposter syndrome, shame, and sometimes fear. So through my podcast, I'm chasing down stories of vulnerability, honesty, and tips and tricks on becoming a better version of a human. And I thank you for joining me on this journey. I'd love to hear from you if you ever want to connect. You can always find me at ms.dianapiquet on Instagram or email me at dianapiquet1 at gmail. And with that, on with the show. Hey guys, what's up? So I wanted to talk to you today about apologizing. Uh, yeah, and it's two parts. So one part is getting apologized to and how you accept that. And um, the other part is doing the apologizing and why that's so important and how to do that in the right way. And this is just my opinion, but I've done a lot of stuff that needs apologizing for and I've made a lot of apologies. I've made small apologies and I've made some pretty big apologies and some have been accepted and they worked and it healed the relationship and some were not accepted and I don't have those relationships anymore. <laughs> so um, I think that there's a lot to be said about the power of a good, apolog uh, good apology and I think you can apply that to raising kids and I think you can apply that to friendships and and your love relationships, but I think that um, a good apology received and a good apology given can be a really big magical thing in a relationship. And so I wanted to talk to you about that today. So let's start with kids. Um, I have uh, recently, I went out and I drank something, consumed something that was my daughter's. She had gone to the store, purchased it herself with her own money, hid it in the fridge, and I found it and I drank it. Um, it was like a 79 cent seltzer water with coconut flavor and it was really good. Um, I added this powdered additive vitamin mix stuff that I have and it totally tasted like a pina colada and I enjoyed it so much. And um, Believe it or not, this might sound ridiculous, but seltzer water or soda water is really hard to come by in our house because we all love it. And so when we get it, we drink it and it's not unheard of for people to kind of try and hide their stuff in the fridge because we have a family of seven. And when my daughter came along and said, hey, mom, have you seen my seltzer water? I admit, you know, I admitted it. And I said, yeah, you know what? I drank that. I'm going to pick you up another one today. And she didn't really say much at the time, but that night I got this letter and the letter was like, you know, I'm really irritated and I feel 
frustrated that you just went and drank my stuff and then you acted like it was no big deal. I can't imagine if I did that to you, you would have a fit. And she really did a great job communicating how she was feeling and her frustration level. And I'm really glad that she did. And of course, reading it at first, I was like, oh, brother. I mean, literally, we're talking like a 79 cent water. But it doesn't really matter the value. It was hers. She went and she bought it. She was looking forward to it. She came home from her shift at work and she was looking forward to it. And it was gone. And that was frustrating to her. So I, I was so glad that she wrote me the letter because I think if she would have, <clears throat> excuse me, I think if she would have said all that to my face, my first reaction might have been not the best. It might have been like, are you serious, Scarlett? This is 79 cents. I'll go buy you another one right now. Give me a break. I'll go get you a six pack right now. But I was able to read it, read it again, think about it, digest it, and then come up as my best version of my mom self and say, you know what? I I knocked on her door and when she answered, I said, hey, I got your letter and I wanted to say, say I really apologize um, sincerely, I shouldn't have done that. You're absolutely right. I'm glad that you took the time to write me the letter and communicate with me. I love you. You're right. I shouldn't have done that because if you would have done that to me, it probably would have irked me too. And I know it would have irked me because she has done it to me. And so has every other person in this house, you know, um, but that's not what she needed to hear. She just needed to hear the apology part. And so that was probably one of the latest examples where I had to apologize to her. And I think that it's really important to normalize as parents that we apologize to our children because what does that teach them? That teaches them that, you know, the love relationship, the major love the relationship that she has right now is with myself and her stepdad, um, the adults in her life and her family members that she lives with every day. And so being able to have a relationship where it's completely normal to speak up for yourself and say, Hey, this is my grievance and this is bothering me. Um, I want to normalize that for her because when she does have a love relationship or even a roommate relationship or a work relationship, uh, later on down the line, I want her to be able to kindly and concisely speak up for herself and say, Hey, you know, I feel wronged because the opposite of that is to bottle something up and to feel like she just has to carry that or, or she's not good enough to demand more for herself, um, you know, in the workplace and that's not healthy or in a love relationship or in a friendship. Um, I want her to be able to speak up and say, Hey, you know, this hurt my feelings and this didn't work for me. And because that's clearing, you know, if you, if you give or get rather, sorry, if you get an apology and you can accept it. It's just this kind of like beautiful thing. I also think apologizing, even when someone doesn't write a letter or doesn't speak up for themselves, recognizing that what you did wasn't the best is a great idea too. And here's an example of that. Uh, recently we were on a road trip and we, the kids all ran into McDonald's and, and I, I wasn't going to be eating there, but I came out of the bathroom and was helping them all order. And my two of my daughters spoke up and said, we're going to order a 20 piece and share it of the chicken nuggets or whatever. And 
I was thinking in my head they were talking about a 40 piece because the week before they had come home from Knott's Berry Farm with a 40 piece, not been able to eat it all, and it sat in the fridge and I ended up throwing it away. And so I popped off in front of this teenage boy that was checking him out and I said, don't you think that's a lot of food? In a very condescending, rude, and embarrassing way. And the boy looked embarrassed and the girls looked mortified that I said that and then they ordered it anyway and I walked away and sat down. And then I realized what I had done and how I had made them feel, how I probably made that checker feel. They were all, you know, the boy was like 16, the girls are like 15. And I recognized it and I was like, you know, they finished eating and we were walking back to the car and I took the two girls, not to the side, but like I just walked alongside them. I said, hey, you guys, I wanted to say that I'm really sorry. Um, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sure that that was embarrassing and you know, I explained to them that I was actually thinking about the week before and, um, but still that was probably, I didn't handle myself the best. And the way the girls accepted the apology was they pretended that they didn't even hear what I said. (laughs) So when we kind of made the corner to get to the car, they sort of took two steps in front of me and just kept walking. And I'm sure that they were like with wide eyes, just thinking, Oh my God, my mom's such an idiot. You know, she did embarrass us and then they didn't accept the apology well. And that's normal because they're kids and they're still learning how to accept an apology. Um, And so I think that's another step is that we have to normalize as parents. We might know how to accept an apology. We might know how to give an apology. But our children are still learning that. So for us to go through the steps and say, hey, you know, I want to say I'm really sorry I missed you can't expect them to be like an evolved adult that's like oh that's okay mom I I see where you're coming from I appreciate your apology you know you might not get that from your kids so you can't necessarily expect it Uh, you'll be disappointed another example of this happening and um, it's funny that this is all with Scarlett but I think she'd be okay with me sharing this I'll let her listen to this before I publish it but um most recently she had her cousin visit for a month and they're like best of friends and cousins from uh, Northern California. And so they had like bucket lists of things they were going to do. They got Knott's Berry Farm passes. They, you know, wanted to go shopping here and do this, that, and the other there. And they just had lots and lots of plans, right? Well, I ran them all all over Hell's Half Acre. I mean, that totally sounds like a country saying, but it's true. I ran them all over the place. Um, Every morning they'd wake up with some new idea. Oh, can we go hang out at the neighbor's house? Can you call the neighbor and see if we can hang by her pool all day? Can you take us to Target? Could you give us a ride out to the mall? You know, like they had something new they wanted to do every day. And I did it because I wanted them to have this opportunity while they were together and make these memories because it's precious time, right? So I was all in. Well, the last night that they were here, they piped up uh, while we were all over at the neighbor's pool and said, hey, tomorrow's the last day here. We've been really wanting to go to LA to the outlet um, jewelry mart area. Would you take us? And I said, yeah, I will. I would love to do that. Um, And I have to take the baby too. But yeah, I would love that. That would be super fun. And I was excited because it's an an area that I know well. And I know there's tons of stuff that they would love there that's affordable. Well, that night, I'm putting the baby to bed. Of course, it's another long summer day. And it's like 9.30 or 10. No, it was like 10 at night. I'm laying in bed. The baby had just fallen asleep. She's cuddling with me. And 
Scarlett came in and starts insisting that I find her an extension cord because she wants to do her nails. And we don't allow them to do nails in the house anymore because we've had some pretty major messes. So she's going to have to do it in the garage, but she needs an extension cord. And I said, I don't know. Uh, I, I think there's one out in the garage. Well, I need one, Mom. And she starts getting really, really like mouthy with me. And so I kindly got up and went into her room in front of her cousin. And I said, listen, I have run you all over the place. I am tired. And at 10 o'clock at night, I really don't think that you should be demanding of me. You know, so I'm stating how I feel and I'm right. I mean, I definitely have put out effort for them and they shouldn't be demanding that of me at 10 o'clock at night. I'm tired. It's not happening. Well, she proceeds to keep coming back at me and eventually says, well, if it's so hard, then don't even bother taking us shopping tomorrow. And I said, okay, I won't, which was disappointing because I was excited about taking my niece. I was excited about taking my daughter. I was excited about them having this experience together. I know they would have loved it, but I said, okay, I won't. And I said, I just want to go down record as saying that you did this to yourself and to your cousin. And I left the room. Well, I went to sleep and I felt fine. I slept fine. The next morning, um, my niece came down and said, aunt Diana, is there any way you would take us? And I said, honey, no, I'm sorry. When your cousin's behaving like that, I can't, you know, I can't, that's just the way it is. So I was hurt. I was upset. I was frustrated to the extent that you are because teenagers are teenagers and you know, you know, they're going to behave the way they do sometimes. But eventually my daughter came outside while, while I was sitting alone and she said, mom, I'm really sorry that I treated you that way. I know I was wrong and I'm really sorry. And immediately, because I'm an evolved adult, I said, thank you for that. And I think that it's really important when the child is evolving and is becoming evolved enough to admit she's wrong. And when she does apologize, which is such a, a cool thing that she can do that at 15 for me not to say, well, I wish you wouldn't have done that. Cause you ruined your day. You ruined your cousin's day or, you know, yeah, I, I, I wish you would have thought more about that, you know, because you really hurt my feelings. It's important for me to just say, thank you for apologizing. It really means a lot to me. Thank you. And leave it alone because it's good enough. She's a human being. She's going to make mistakes. And if she's cool enough and evolved enough to apologize, accept it. Take it. Um, I also want to say that there's been times in my life where I've made mistakes or um, hurt someone's feelings and realized it and have apologized. And it it brings myself and that friend or myself and that relationship closer I know that's one of the safest things I feel like about my relationship with my husband um, is that I feel like he is so approachable. And if I need to talk about something, um, I know that he'll hear me out and that if he, if, if we come to a place and he feels like he's hurt me in any way, he's always up for apologizing. And conversely, when I know I need to apologize, I've been bitchy or I've been grumpy and this happens a lot. Um, I know I can go to him and say, Hey, you know, I feel like I felt, I fell short. I feel like I hurt you. And I want to say, I'm sorry. And I feel safe in doing that because it's not going to be dragged out. He's not going to run me over the coals 
or make me feel like I'm stupid or I made that mistake again or I was bitchy this month again or whatever. Um, he just accepts it and he says, hey, thanks for apologizing. That really means a lot to me. And so it makes apologizing safe. Um, and I love that about our relationship. And I have some friendships that are like that too where um, apologizing is normal, natural, easy, and happens on a regular basis. Um, sometimes even apologizing without even like just calling something out ahead of time, like, Hey, um, I know I was supposed to X, Y, Z and I didn't. And I just wanted to say, I'm sorry for that. Um, this is what happened. That open communication is just like this beautiful thing in a friendship. I value it so, so much. Um, and on the flip side of that, I've also had friendships in the past where, um, I realize I've done something that, you know, was hurtful or not right. And I've lost friendships over it because when I apologize, it's not accepted. Um, either there's so much anger coming out of that person and they just can't accept the apology or they apparently don't accept the apology because they just don't take my calls anymore. That's happened to me too. So if you've gone through that, you're not alone. It does happen. Um, and I think if you're coming at a situation and you're coming with an honest, open, loving relationship, repairing apology, uh, for something that you've done. And it's not something that you're repeating over and over again. You know, you're just being shitty over and over again, but if you're really there to apologize and, repair the relationship and it doesn't get accepted. That's normal too. Unfortunately, that happens in, in life. So anyway, I, um, I really feel like apologizing is a superpower and it has served me mostly well. I would say like 95% of the time it has served me really, really well to openly communicate about something I feel like I've done wrong or openly communicate about something some way that I feel I've been wronged and have people turn around and apologize or let me apologize and accept it. And it's clearing. It lets the uh, moment be moved on from. Uh, it takes the wound from being something that's like open and gaping and bleeding to being something that's like maybe a scar that doesn't hurt anymore, that's healed up that's not, um, in need of like massive triage, uh, it helps you move on from the hurt that can happen through real life. And we're all experiencing real life. We're all just human beings bouncing against each other, uh, trying to love each other, but sometimes wronging each other. And so that's why apologizing is such a badass thing to do. So I hope that, um, this, message reaches someone. I hope that if you enjoy this, you'll share it. And I really thank you for listening and hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to my show. Did you know that word of mouth is the best way for a podcast to spread? I would love for you to tell someone if there was any part of this conversation that resonated with you. And don't forget, if you ever want to reach out, I'm on Instagram at ms.dianapiquet. Bye friend. Thank you.